battered, bruised, with corpses and prisoner in tow, the party returns to Atari. A chat between comrades opens fresh wounds, and danger grows in the fogfin as a formless specter of despair closes its grip on the swamp. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor, and with me we've got the guys. How did the guys do since our last recording? That was so stilted and awful sounding. How did guys what? do? <laughs> Someday me talk pretty good. Hi, I am human. What did you humans do with your human time off? Eat shit, <laughs> Did you also put sweet baby rays on the bookshelf? <laughs> Sarah had to do a CAPTCHA three times to get into something the other day. I, I <laughs> joked that she said beep boop too many times near her phone and thought she was a robot. <laughs> well, uh, the Queen of England apparently has entered into a pupa. Wait, uh, what? Sh- yeah, she's uh, crystallized. She a and, Pokemon? Uh, in February, will emerge in new form. Hell yeah. She's Wait. getting stronger. <laughs> yeah, so what? good for her. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, the, the, the British royal family uh, announced that the queen will not be making any public appearances until oh, February. Right. I, yeah. I saw that. So like it, literally they said she's entering a new phase of her life. <laughs> so <laughs> I can transform this next like, phase spews acid up to 50 feet. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> part, <laughs> this is part two of the boss fight when the music changes. Well, I mean, we know how the queen's weekend went. How did everybody else's weekend go? I, uh, <laughs> I vomited for the first time in 10 years last night. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Congratulations. Those yeah. numbers. You got to so, pump those I know, numbers up. I know. Okay. But I, so, I vomited this morning. Did you? Oh, well, okay. So <laughs> mine was not sickness induced. So he's had to have feed you guys- all his clutch of baby birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael vomits every day. That's not fair. Have you guys ever been to, uh, <laughs> have you guys ever been to K1 Speed? I don't know what Do, that is. K1 no, Speed? No, no, no you guys idea. don't have K1 That's Speed? That's like okay. a, no a idea. combination between ketamine and meth, right? Yes. It's K1 <laughs> and Speed, yeah. It's, uh, and I vomited everywhere. It was for great. No, it's literally indoor like rally car racing. It's like you. It's, huh. they have these small tracks, and the cars go like 50 miles an hour, and you just zip around these tracks, and it's awesome. It's like 25 bucks for like Sick. 15 laps. It's awesome. It's really is cool. This, and this is for adults? It's for adults, yes. There's like For the children, Fuck they yeah. have like a little back like area. Like uh, No, this is like, these are like legit hardcore like like racing cars. Like they're really cool. And they're, I mean, they're smaller than right, full-size cars, but they're really cool. So I go like Mario Kart. Yeah, it's literally like Mario Kart without like blue shells. So I go, I go, my my friend's birthday was last night and we go and he's like, we're getting three races. Now I've been before and done one race. And I was like, that was fun. We did, so we did the first race and I got first place. I was like, fuck yeah. Then like 20 minutes later, they're like, you have the second race. It's like, okay, I hadn't eaten any food and I did the second race. And at the end of the second race, I was like, I feel a little queasy. Like I feel a little I don't feel it too hot because I'm going, so I'm, I don't normally drive 50 miles. Yeah, I just don't, I don't feel good. So I, we finish the race and I get off the race and they're like, hey, so you can, and I said it to my friends, I don't feel good guys. I like, I kind of feel a little nauseous and they're like, don't be a bitch. And I was like, okay, I won't be a bitch. Like, I'll keep going. And then the people were like, hey, you can either wait an hour for your third race or you can race your third race right now. And, um, 
every, all of my friends were like, right now. And I was like, this is not going to end well. And I got about two laps into the race and I, I hung this real sharp left turn and my, I'd like swung around and just, and you wear like a whole face mask, like a whole like indie car, like oh, face God. thing. <laughs> and I swung around the left turn and my body just swung around the left turn and was like, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to vomit in my face mask, so I look like a chipmunk. There's a picture because they record the whole race. They record you, the whole you, race. Can you put that in the Discord? I'm gonna try and find it. I had to. I have to email. I was like, "Do you have a like a picture from it?" And they're like, "We'll email it to you." And I was like, "Okay." So I have to remind them. But I literally am turning a sharp left, like. Mm-hmm. But I like vomit filled cheeks and I swallowed it because I didn't know what else to do with it. Because I I know. Oh my God. Spitters or quitters. I believe in you, Ray. (laughs) I had 10 more laps. That's dedication. I had 10 more laps. Oh my God. So I just hung hung on the right side of 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 the track. I just, everybody was passing me and I was going like six miles an hour and I was like, oh no, oh no. And all my wings was. You were hungry, so it was mostly just bile anyway. You can <laughs> yeah, just exactly. wolter right back down. <laughs> we, I, we we get off the race. My friends are like, "What happened?" I was like, "I threw up." I told you I was going to throw up. Throw up, and they're like, "No, you didn't." And then they, the people at, at K One Speed, pulled up the picture of my full vomit cheeks, and they everybody <laughs> gave me shit, and it was great. <laughs> that was you should have your dominance and just vomited on them right there. I would. I should have. <laughs> I should have. I was thinking about like because I was making the left turn. If I if I was going straight, maybe I could like pulled the mask down and just projectiled out yeah, of my helmet. Like, Road hazard. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. on the track, it's, like yeah. the, it's like the squid in Mario Kart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, How just, you extend your lead? Yeah. My dad did that on the Gemini roller coaster at Cedar Point. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, when the two when two of the roller coasters come together because it's a it's a two track roller coaster. Uh, I don't even know if it exists anymore. I don't think it does. It does. No, it does. And yeah, and just like then, you still have to edge the entire time. Right. So so the the two tracks come <laughs> Thanks, together Joe. for a second, and it goes around a wide helix, and then they come together. Came around that corner, and my dad turned into the oncoming car and just oh. speed across the entire track of people. Oh my God, by. <laughs> and he's completely fine. And we get off the truck and we go to the restroom. My dad sees like four people that are just caked in his vomit. He's like, we, <laughs> let's just, let's go. We, gotta go. <laughs> we need to leave. That's how you make your mark, son. Oh my God. <laughs> it just turns out that uh, your father looks up in the top left corner of his life and he has one star. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if riding the Gemini is like taking several kidney punches from a professional boxer. Mm-hmm, yeah, it it hurts. It's not fun. It's no. it's a bad time. No, no it's I like love, it, I love roller coasters I, of all times. I I do too, but Gemini, too. the Gemini man, the Gemini hurts you seriously. I every time I ride that, I pee blood, and then I get back on and I pee more. I haven't been to Cedar Point in twenty plus years, so I uh, I, I never got to go. ride the Son of the Beast while it still had a loop. Oh, so did I. I was there like two months it, after it opened. I'm pretty sure I got a concussion. Yeah, it was rough. It was awful. Grace just uh, we just measured Grace. She's 47 inches tall, which means we're one inch away from Cedar Point. I can't wait. Lord, <laughs> yeah. Your daughter's gonna get a taste for speed, and she's gonna start taking your car out. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I went uh, camping this weekend for the first time in like 25 years. My son's a Cub Scout, and it was the first, the fall camp out. And I thought it went well until in the morning. My son's like, Dad, you snored in my face all night. 
You coughed right in my mouth. <laughs> I gave him earplugs because I know I'm a heavy snorer. And I like, we put our, our tent way the fuck off in the back of uh, the area, probably like 40 feet from anybody else. Because I was convinced that everybody was going to think that a Sasquatch was coming in their tent and going to get him. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't save Liam. He was still six <laughs> inches away from my face. At that yeah. point, earplugs are going to do nothing for the concussive force of the sound waves leaving your nostrils. Exactly. <laughs> he prob- they yeah. probably shook out of his ears in the middle of the night. Yeah. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's like, you know, a ship rocking you to sleep from the rumbles of his breathing. <laughs> right? It, it wasn't that. Well, he's it wasn't absolutely never that. And then it's like being in a moving car, right? Uh, well, yeah. let me let me speak from experience as somebody who uh, now gets to share another unique experience with his nephew, because I, too, once was a small child that had to sleep next to Trevor in a confined space. And I can confirm he snores incredibly loud. In <laughs> fact, there was one time uh, and for context, in case um, you guys and or the listening audience doesn't know, uh, our father or my father was a. Uh, owner operator of a moving company and owned a semi. So they did a lot of traveling as a kid and Trevor, because he was much older than me was often uh, free and or discounted labor. And we were somewhere in like the Arizona ish area out West. It was deserty and uh, it made sense for there to be rattlesnakes. And I remember this being a concern because I was woken up in the middle of the night in the middle of this semi and I'm groggy and barely asleep. And there's this noise like, and in my eight-year-old mind, I'm like, or I must have been like seven or six. I was like, holy shit, there's a rattlesnake in here. And I just sat motionless for like 10 to 15 minutes, terrified of this rattlesnake that I definitely heard inside before I realized that it was just Trevor snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I snore like a Tyrannosaurus Rex uppercutting a Play-Doh can. That's how I snore. Blood pee because it was that loud. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I have to look up 45 degrees to my left to think about this one. No, that was uh, what? <laughs> Olin Rogers Ghost in the Stalls reference. Yeah, it's the greatest video of all time. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else want to share their weekend? Uh, I got the booster shot yesterday, and uh, my little bird body could not take it. <laughs> You're supposed to take it in small doses, Micah. I feel, I, apparently, it was a half dose. <laughs> but uh, I, I still felt like shit all day today. Pfizer or Moderna? Moderna. Yeah, I had a Moderna um, shot like, I don't know, three weeks ago now. I had the Moderna booster. I had no effects after the second shot. I didn't really have any effects after the, um, like the first two either. Uh, it's because they need like a horse strength COVID vaccine to uh, exactly. get any kind of reaction out of you. <laughs> I don't know if it's really so much that, Micah, or if any dose is a little bit too much for you in your frail avian body. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> much three true. times Micah's size. So easily. They, me. they easily. take it to me via blow dart gun. <laughs> they don't want to get too close. Yeah, no, no. Have you ever seen them? Have you ever watched a video of them tranking a rhino? They do it from a distance and nobody gets close. No, not There's from a, a distance. Just like you, Todd. It's by helicopter. Just from above, they got to get the um, soft portion between the shoulder blades. I don't have a soft portion. They have to it's get r- under my scales. It's right at the base of your skull. <laughs> it's, it's my brain stem. Right into the brain stem. <laughs> you know, the only, part that, the only part of Todd that's vulnerable is his pons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an important note. part of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought alligators so mean because they had all them teeth, no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be the result of me homeschooling my children. <laughs> 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 
Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, on that note, let's make our way back to a lovely, sleepy, idyllic resort town of Otari, where nothing bad ever happens at all. Not once. Why would you say that? When there, where there's no haunted castle in a creepy swamp. Never heard of one. There's no ghost lasers reanimating corpses. That's all that Otari's known for. Where there's no surreptitious kobold warrens causing cavens. Never seen a kobold in my life. It's almost like you're summing up everything that's happened in the town of Otari. <laughs> Good catch, Ray. <laughs> exactly. Good job, Ray. Thank you. I was being billion, guys. Come I on. would give you a hero. <laughs> tell him, but you didn't do the voice. <laughs> I know. Damn it. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. Billiam is Ray and Ray is Billiam. We are one in the same. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> Billiam is also drunkenly staring at these uh, floating fireflies. Right. We just finished, or rather, Yosef and Billiam just finished throwing a couple mooks into the swamp and looking out and thinking that they saw at first maybe fireflies dancing about in the fog fen. And it's really scores, if not hundreds, of will-o'-the-wisps. We also saw that one cloaked guy. Oh, or yeah. And or I forgot girl. about that. Right way off in the distance, a cloaked figure with a four-pointed star for a face. And then they just disappeared. Disappeared. Last week, you had let Osef Menhemes know about the dagger that you found. You tried to bury the two cultists of Nimbaloth in the graveyard and were sent away because the Pharasmans wanted nothing to do with that. God said no. You dropped off the surviving cultist of Nimbaloth at the barracks with Mr. Lydus, I'm not a crook, long saddle. And this leads us to right now, where we have Billiam and Yosef just kind of staring off into the fog fen, having dispatched of these bodies into the swamp. And I think the rest of everybody else is off sleeping. Oh, I also do not want to forget the heart-to-heart between Solus and Toven about uh, Toven's longtime friend and... Apparently somebody that was important to Micah that has some sort of significance to a solace as a person, it seems. Seemed to have affected him very greatly speaking about this person. He was a lover. That's exactly what it was. Oh my God, you <laughs> cracked the code. I can't quit you. It gets lonely out there in last wall. Broke back last <laughs> wall, man. Anyway, what do you do? We, Joseph, we have to go tell people, our uh, people. Oh my God, my head hurts. You know, I might have had a handful, but I 
That's a lot of wisp, right? I can't wait to hear about how they weren't let into the kingdom of Phrasma. <laughs> we already decided to never tell yeah, you. We're <laughs> never telling. <laughs> we're never telling anybody. The only thing we're telling them. The, our night started with the cloaked figure and ended with the fireflies. <laughs> tell no one. Especially, we'll tell anybody but Kashyyyk, Obviously, yeah. I mean. do we know where they went? We got. Should we tell them tonight? I feel like we should. What do you tell mean them. where they went? They're right there. No, 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 no. Our friends. Oh. <laughs> well, they're probably back at the bar still, right? I mean, Solus lives at that one right now. We should go there and tell them. This is a lot of bad stuff. Uh, I agree. Let's go. And I'm going to grab my tiny, comically sized shovel and run with Billy and Beck to mm-hmm. Crow's Cask. And I have no bodies left, so I could just. We've done it. That's yep, right. Yeah. We're you good. Can pick me up. You run faster yeah. than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw him over my shoulder. And yeah, make our way back to the Crow's Cask. Wait, who'd you throw over your shoulder? Kyle? No, I was, I was kidding. Okay. No, no, no. We, I said we have no bodies left, so All I right. can just throw you I was over say, my shoulder. Yeah, no. Wait, uh, I thought we dealt with this already. Yeah, God. we have no bodies. Oh, there it is. Next party expense. We got to have a small saddle built. Master Blaster. <laughs> Who runs Barter Town? <laughs> Two episodes in a row. I forgot what happened with the corpses. Good job, me. All right, so you guys heading back to the Crow's Cast and trying to catch everybody? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So you make it back to the Crow's Cast. It's very late by now. I would say it's probably... 10, 11 p.m. It's a couple hours before last call. Yep. Just a couple hours. Remember, you've had a real freaking long day. It has been a long day. So if I get back at 10 or 11 um, with Billiam, uh, is Tovin and Solis and or Kashek still there? They I still think be Tovin there? left. So Okay. Yeah, Tovin and Solis left. Uh, Solis is not in the uh, dining room. So he probably would have went back up to bed. And I don't know what Kashak is doing. I think everybody left to like go get a good night's sleep or something, and Kashak also bailed to go to the Warrens to get a good night's sleep. All right, so somebody correct us on that when this airs. So uh, <laughs> we will burst into the mostly empty, um, uh, like main area of Crow's Cask, and then I'm going to look at Billy and be like, "Okay, so I'm pretty sure everybody went home to go to sleep, so we can either <laughs> shake everybody awake." And make it more difficult for them to do well tomorrow, or we can just talk about this at breakfast. I say we talk about it at breakfast, but don't forget. Uh, yeah, I won't. <laughs> I was hoping right. like, no, wake him up now. <laughs> no, no, I will. Just uh, can't Bill, wait. Bill's also very tired and drunk, so he needs to get home. So I, I will depart from Billiam. I will go back to the the rowdy rockfish and make my way upstairs. And crawl into my my neatly made rat bed, freshly shaven wood pieces in there. Can Bill roll to uh, attempt to have drunk sex with uh, Yvette? Oh god, <laughs> no! Damn no it! No fade to black. No fade to black. Damn it, Ben! That's that's Bust Patreon. Open. Ben, Patreon you'll never believe my day. Why are you covered in dirt? <laughs> Trevor Are said you no. drunk? I would keep going, but Trevor said no. <laughs> it doesn't matter what Trevor said. If you guys are going to RP it, I'm pretty sure he can't stop you. All he can do is edit it out. I will end this call. <laughs> My clothes are dirty, aren't they, hon? <laughs> I'll have to take them off. <laughs> Here, baby, let me get them. <laughs> And then honestly, Bill falls asleep on the kitchen table. That's about it, because he's drunk. <laughs> Gross. All right, so 
I'm going to fast forward to next morning for fear of what else might happen while the sun's down. So it's next morning. How much, uh, how much health do I get from a long rest? Your level times your con modifier. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. That's it? Is that right, though? <laughs> level times your con modifier. I only gained two HP. All right. Well, why don't you get a higher well, con modifier? Get a higher then? con modifier, you scrub. Hey, why don't Jesus. you get a higher con modifier? Well, why is your con so low? Does Solus also have a weak constitution just like my kid real he life? He has a constitution of 12. Wow. Oh, he what? would get the booster shot and then have to stay home from the fog for the day, wouldn't he? Hey, 12 is above average. Mike is at like a 7. If the if the fog fan is too stinky, he can't make his way to the gauntlet because of the vapors. I have a con of plus one. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you're a rat and you're used to living in filth. <laughs> you're an angel. What is your fucking excuse? I have a delicate constitution because I'm used to living in, like, heaven or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of pussies. I say it. Ten con. <laughs> All right, so is everybody going to meet back at the Rowdy Rock Fish? <laughs> yeah, when Bill arrives, I would like yeah. to uh, slyly go up to Yosef and be like, that, that all really happened last night, right? That was all, that was all real? Uh, I remember it being real. Okay, okay, and I would like to, I would like to inform everyone of our, uh, of our adventures from last night. What we saw. I'm cooking eggs and grits. Brelda is down there making tea. So this walks in a bit late, and uh, he looks very tired and kind of hungover. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boys, you had a rough day yesterday, didn't you? Kashak shows up. Yosef will point at Solus and be like, "That one can't hold his liquor very well, evidently." Yes, yeah, it was a difficult night. I haven't done that in quite some time. Morning beer my ass, huh? He's going <laughs> to elbow you in the shin. Don't let him get you too hot down about it. There's no point in being a drunkard. It's nothing to be proud of. By the way, it doesn't matter anyway. I have a little pick-me-up for this, and Yosef will rummage through uh, what materials we do have and grab, like, two eggs, a shot of vodka, a little bit of salt, a little bit of tomato juice, and he's going to mix it up into a small glass and give it to Solus and be like, uh, I, don't, I don't think that'll be necessary. I, I, it's fine. I already wasted everything on making this. Drink yeah. it. Kasha comes in. He's like, bottoms up. I don't, I'm not. It, it's not really. It's not. I'm not really hungover. I'm just. Oh, not. So not, you lied to me. I'm okay, not, cool. I'm, I'm, it, I've ha- I had a difficult night. Kashak, you can have. <laughs> Are those eggs? Raw. Delicious breakfast of champions. Slam. Would anybody like cooked eggs? No? You're all fucking weird. Sure. I, was sure. that an option Please. the whole time? Uh, I will take some cooked eggs. Okay. Thank you. It was an option. H- how are you doing this morning, Tovin? <laughs> I haven't even come in yet. Oh, goddammit. All right. <laughs> I was I was going to say you heard uh, you, you would hear a scuffling from on top of the roof. You fucking oh. Santa Claus? As you look out the window and, and you see Tovin hanging from the, from the uh, side of the, the inn and lands on the ground and, and comes inside and they, uh, good morning, gentlemen. Did you sleep on the roof? Yeah. Jesus. I have to, I have to sleep someplace Was new it cold every up night. There? Great view of the stars from up there. Am I right? You just can't sleep in the same place two nights in a row. So you can just alternate places. You don't have to be weird. That's a choice. I, I could do that. Yes, exactly. That is my choice. I pour so much of me into Tovin. I, Tovin, were it, you were you on the roof? Isn't it cold up there? Uh, the answer to both of that is yes. <laughs> Very well. 
It was comfortable enough, but uh, I had a good view of the stars as much as I could see through the, the gauntlet. Right, right. Do you want something to eat? Yeah. Does anybody have any overnight oats? <laughs> I have steel cut. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Can you can you put some uh, some milk in there, and I'll be back for them tomorrow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Um, also, um, important to uh, just just thought I would let everybody know, and um, Bill will back me up on this. While disposing of the corpses after we all went our separate ways from the bars last night, I uh, we went. Up and around the hill to the graveyard, and on our way back, uh, you know, we passed marginally close to the fog fed, and there were, first of all, hundreds and hundreds of the, uh, oh, what are they called? My, the will-o'-wisps. My comment. That's right. That's what they're called. The will-o'-wisp floating and blinking in the swamp light. They lit up the whole sky. There were so many of them. Why on earth would you have gone that close to the fog fed? Well, I couldn't go up the ramp on the south side of town because it was still broken from when the corpses flew them or flung themselves off from the cliff and smashed into it. So I had to walk all the way to the north side of town and around with Billiam. And then on the way back, not only did I see that, but I also saw a hooded figure just briefly with a four-pointed yellow star on a mask. That's what I saw, right? They were wearing a... It was like a mask figure. Was it a mask? You just saw you just saw a four pointed star on the hood. A four pointed star? You mean a square? And it was on the way there. Similar to the cultists that we bested yesterday? No. Mm-mm. No, it looked nothing like that. That's why I'm a little freaked out. It also I noticed it then it was just as it just as I started to recognize it and, and realize it was perhaps a person or thing, it just disappeared and turned into mist and flew away off into the darkness. It almost makes me feel like I didn't see it, but I... We both I, saw it. We, yes. Yeah, did Bill it see saw you? It too. Yeah, I feel like it obviously did, and that's why it disappeared. Mm. It looks like they looked right at us. Something was watching us. Let's you mean to tell observer. me you scared something away? <laughs> I mean... Maybe me. Yeah. I did. I was carrying two and a half bodies. I was dragging the third. <laughs> How, how many bodies was that again? There's three. He was he was helping. I was doing as much as I can. Minus eight. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, just thought we would uh, let you all know. Um, perhaps there is um, something watching us. When you say a four-pointed star, do you mean a square? I don't know, Ash. I don't think so. <laughs> I th- it was more like a like a rhombus, almost like a cross, but then yeah. More like a ninja star type deal. Like a gotcha. shuriken, yeah. Like a shuriken type deal. Do you Thank know what you. a shuriken is, Kashak? It's like a really lazily drawn <laughs> mariner star. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Me kind neither. Of. Yeah, it's it like, like a, one imagine a compass rose if it only had north, south, east, west. Ah. And no northeast, southeast. Like this, without the circle. One, two, three, four. Like that, Kashak. And Billy Bill points shows to his, a tattoo. Billy, yeah, Billy points a tattoo on his arm. <laughs> Ray is pointing at a tattoo of a compass rose on his shoulder. It looked like this without all these circles. <laughs> yes, just the, the four points, north, south, east, and west, but it's yellow over where the face should be. I don't I don't know if I was even able to make out the face. I think it was just the star. Then again, it feels like I only barely saw it. Do you know what I mean? 
is there some sort of significance to this star? Like, could we could we roll yeah. a, a knowledge on this star? Like, is it a sign of a deity or? I want to say I asked about this and it was like occultism or something, and I don't have that. Oh uh, no, it's uh this this is this is religion. You did not oh, okay. attempt to roll on this last night. All right, can I attempt a religion check? Give me it? that attempt. You no, know, I'm going to let you go ahead and roll this one really? in the open. Oh my. Just roll. What about Damn me? Die. All right, I have a nice. plus six to this. Oh, I rolled a nineteen for a twenty-seven. I'm not even going to roll. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I start describing, it and Tobin's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> "You would have recognized. Like, you might have seen some of this iconography on the cultist of Nimbaloth. That is a symbol representative of Nimbaloth." Okay. Uh, seems that we've uh, drawn the ire of the the cult of Nimbaloff. It's not like her holy symbol, but it is a symbol representative of her. I guess I was expecting more on the nose, uh, mossy, bloody skull. But silly mortality deities, I swear. So not only do we have Nimbaloff iconography all inside of the gauntlet, not only do we also know that Willow Wisp are evidently supposed to be Nimbaloff's way of seeing into our realm or material plane or into our planet wherever she is now there's this being branding one of its symbols that is watching us this seems like an active cult why all of a sudden what's really important is to understand that if we see another one of these Nimbaloth followers we don't have to drag them all the way back to town to inter them oh shit that's right what about that we should go back to the jail. Wait, I don't know that. Shit, my bad. No, we so we do. We have to go back to jail in the morning to go find out about the. Uh, do you remember the cultist that? Yeah, we, we got in? one that yeah. was not dead. No, nobody the said a word about one. that. We need to go and and uh, you know what? And I, I reminded I you get, in the recap, you dumbasses. I remember. I w- we were getting there. Did you? Hold on, let me get my lung puncturing dagger so we can go ask him some questions. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, Tovin, before we head out, <laughs> would you be able to heal me, please? I'm not... I, I'm, I'm a little out of sorts this morning. Absolutely not. Time is of the essence. Let's go. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Um, yeah, I, I can attempt a medicine check. Would you like... Do you, what, uh, what seems to be the problem? Would you like a little surgery? You have a mole took, on the back of your neck. It's got I, some strange borders I just took a strike it. from the cultist last night. Just... It isn't major. It's fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. I'd rather have somebody else take a look at it. Could I? Could I get a a second? Could I get a second opinion? Are there any other doctors here I could talk to? Yes, I'm here. He should touch you. Get get out of here. Yes. <laughs> He's not a doctor. He should touch you. Tovin puts a fake mustache on and says, "I I agree with the first man." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What have you done with Tovin? Who are you? these are the nine of ten doctors that recommend lucky strikes by the way (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna attempt a medicine check on you real quick i think we'll pass uh they got 18 so we'll just give you the 2d8 i'm sure that's gonna be enough rolls it was four you got four points was that enough (laughs) no (laughs) it's okay let's let's hope that it takes an hour to get to the jail we have a lot to do thank you it'll be enough yes yes I'm going to go ahead and give you a friendly reminder because it's been so long since we dealt with this, like in real world time. Yeah. You have, you both, Solus and Billiam have items being worked on at the blacksmith. Yep, that, yep that's what, it was yeah. supposed to be done today, right? Yeah, that's, yep. 
I was going to say we have a lot to do because we got to go there and then I was going to bring up the weaponsmith. And have, I can't remember. Did we <laughs> you got to give Lucy back to... I do. Uh, what was the guy's name? I um, can't remember the guy's name. I Barney, had it, Barney Fife? I had it written down. He uh, Dilly, like Danvers. Dilly, Dilly Danvers. Dilly Danvers. Dilly Danvers. <laughs> you know, I gotta find that guy. <laughs> he's he's the best. He's the the best and the brightest of the Otari watch His guard. Dad was a Dapper Dan. <laughs> Dad's Dapper Dan man. All right. Okay. Yeah. Then to the jail. To the jail or to the blacksmith? Is the blacksmith open? Yes. I'll head to the blacksmith. I'll head to the blacksmith as yeah, well. The blacksmith's on the way to the jail because the jail is at the far north end of town. To the blacksmith. So, um, okay. See, Carmen, Carmen Rajani is, is working on something, but you do see your items on a bench behind the counter near the forge. Looks like whatever he was doing to them is done. I'm trying to remember what you did. I think Solus got a, uh, potency rune added and to my long sword. Yep. Yep. And Billiam traded in the morning star, got a mall and the morning star had a potency rune that he was going to get transferred onto. Yep. Perfect. Uh, good morning, William. What was this man's name? I forgot. Oh, Jesus. Carmen. 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 Good morning, Carmen. Uh, I hope my my sword has been finished. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good. It's it's a well made blade. Those uh, Smiths and Lastwall do a hell of a job. They do indeed. Uh, may I may I have it then? Absolutely, as promised. Here you go. Thank you. And it's nice and sharp. It's polished. He's a He's a very good blacksmith. The, the work was done extraordinarily well. Thank you. And the rapier as well? The rapier? Oh, yeah, because you just had yep. it transferred, right? So yep. you still yep. have the rapier, yes. And you get the rapier back, and it looks none worse for the wear. Um, you could see where the old rune was removed and kind of smoothed out a bit. Um, Not quite as good as your longsword, but that might owe to the quality of the rapier itself, right? It's something that you just kind of picked up. Serial number was filed off. Well, I, I, I thank you for this. You've done marvelous work. Oh, yeah, just remember if you need anything else, come on back. I, I mean, always looking for new customers, and I'll do anything for to help out the heroes of Otari. You're like a modern-day Rose Guard. I don't know if we'd go, I'd go that far, but we, we hope to maintain their memory. I know my my ancestor would certainly be proud of y'all. They'll walk up and sit, look at them all. And uh, I also picked up a Warhammer along the way to sell to this guy because I owed him three gold pieces for all of this. Um, so I will put down the Warhammer so that I'm going to go, here's this, which is one gold piece. Slide it to him. And be like, you keep that morning star. And then there's, can I take a, I, I look at the party and go, you guys good if I take one gold piece from our party loot? Well, you're, you're going to give him the Warhammer, right? I'll still owe him well. one gold piece. Yeah, he's like, for you, we'll, we'll, we'll call this square. Oh, thank you, sir. And I shake his hand. Tobin's going to give William the evil eye and tap his ledger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I could have given the Warhammer to you, Tobin. <laughs> my, with my strength, I couldn't have taken it. <laughs> he, couldn't have li- he literally could not have picked it up. Uh, I appreciate the gesture. Meanwhile, this guy's hoping for casualties for us. <laughs> And uh, he he actually kind of struggles giving you the 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 mall. Um, it's heavy. It's big. Uh, it's definitely suited for a warrior of your size and stature. That's what she said. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> oh, what are your plans for today, gentlemen? Are you gonna head back up to the to the gauntlet or uh, take a well earned rest? 
Perhaps we have a number of tasks we could pursue. Uh, though I wanted to ask you, have you thought more about our offer to come with us to the Gauntlet to investigate the blood pool? Yeah, I still don't know, man. I he the offer to do what now? Give me some more time. I uh, we would use uh, his his family's heirloom sword on the blood pool to hopefully dispel the curse. I believe this is what we discussed. Yep. Ah, I must have missed that during the recap. It was like five episodes ago. I, I I do not blame you. I think it was episode 15 or 16 we did that. And what is this, 23? Yep. Jesus. I lost count. And, and what makes you think that the, the sword's going to cleanse the blood pool? Well, supposedly, it is the sword that was used to decapitate Belcora herself. And she seems to keep reanimating in that exact same spot. So I'm curious. I just want to know what it'll do. I see. I'm hesitant to part with it, and, and I'm no... Adventurer, uh, the things that you've told going on in there, I, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Uh, let, give me some more time to think on it. Very well, very well. Then, if there's nothing else, we will take our leave. Well, good day. Please please come back for any of your other, other smithing needs, like fancy greaves, perhaps. Uh, very well, we will consider it. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> I would like some fancy greaves, but I have to wait till I have a son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you leave the blacksmith shop, which I cannot remember the name of, and I have it here Blades somewhere. Blades for Glades. That's it. Blades for Glades, right? Blades for Glades. I think. Is it Blades for Glades? I think it's Blades for Glades. Sounds like a lawnmower shop. Well, maybe next time you guys can leave me here as retainer and bring the sword with you. <laughs> so there we go. Big brain move right there. Very well, then. Uh, to the jail now, then. All right. Um, it's about a you know, five-minute walk to the jail. Not very far. Otari's not a huge town, right? Um, so you make your way up there. But it does not appear that Lydus Longsaddle is here. Is the cultist still in the cell? Yes. If you were to talk to any of the people in there, they'd let, give you access to the cultist back there in the cell without any issue. He's still behind bars, but he is conscious now. Looks like he's been given some gruel of some sort for breakfast and he's finished it and he's just kind of sitting there quietly. Good morning to you. I hope you're feeling better after what we did to you yesterday. Wake in pain, sunshine. <laughs> you, 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 you killed my brothers. Uh, we, that is true. Did we though or did they really just kill themselves? I mean, if you mm, think about no, it. We, we, we did kill them. No, Solus, Solus, to be fair, I actually agree with Kashek this time. I tried very hard to ask them to not fight us. And when I'm put in the position where I have to defend myself, you know, I don't, I can't deal non-lethal damage. Yes, I guess that's true. You did try your best. But the dreams, the dreams are so real. Can you tell us about the dreams in detail? That's what brought us, you know, the dreams. We saw this place clear as day on a map in our minds. It's more feelings. We saw the, the light in the dark, the lighthouse in a swamp. We could see it on a map. We could hear the crickets and the frogs. We could feel the mud on my feet. I could feel the water in my boots. And I felt the nothingness. Like a deep hole in the ground, deep into the center of the earth. Drawing us inward, downward, in a spiral, into the nothingness. Was this nothingness what you were seeking at the Godlight? 
It's her. It's the empty death. She calls to us. I dreamed of her last night, you know. Walking along the fog fen, tending her flock, consuming what remained. She is here, and she hungers, and none can resist. Tilvin's going to reach into his pouch and pull out a piece of chalk, and on the wall he's going to draw the four-pointed star mask and ask politely, Do you know who wears this mask? That is the Empty Death herself. Never seen or heard of one wearing the mask, but I know she walks as a mortal in the places most attuned to her, and this is the face she wears. This is good news. Is it? This is great news. If she walks as a mortal, that means she can be killed. As the whispering reads command, and he bends down quickly and reaches into his boot and produces a dagger. Oh, come on. Dude, did we not, did we not search this guy? And we did. his own throat. Oh. Uh, we well, searched this guy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, re- I'm really, really upset with this because that was my plan all along. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> Tova just, just watches the, the blood drain from his, his, uh, his body as his, his face turns oh, white and he oh, slowly God. reaches into his pouch and produces a needle and thread. Oh. Are you going to try to save him? I mean, you could potentially stabilize, I'm I, thinking. Yeah, I, can, I cast stabilize. <laughs> I mean, that's, okay. that's, I honestly do want to keep him oh, around. I'm actually going to um, actually roll bleed damage because stabilize doesn't keep somebody from bleeding out, right? Right. So as he does that, or as he starts bleeding out, he uh, Tovin casts stabilize, and then he screams, Dilly Dan, Dilly Dan, grab the keys. I need to get in there. And he takes two ticks of bleed damage, and he's going down the dying track again. And Dilly Dan is Dilly Dannying his way over with the keys. And it's an abnormally large ring of keys for some reason, oh, even though there's only like three. <laughs> so I'm also going to roll a, a D6 to see uh, how quickly it takes him to get the keys. Oh uh, so a three will get you the keys. Guidance. I'm going to cast Guidance on Dilly Dan. <laughs> so it just adds one to the number. Okay. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. What? Oh, that did it. He rolled a two. The guidance gives him a three. Yes. Yes. Uh, so you get the keys. And I'm going to do Dan, one more attempt dick. to save the bleed. As the door is opening and you're getting to them, they roll a 17 and the blood stops flowing. Perfect. And they're just dying too currently. Can I do anything to help you? You need me to apply pressure? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Follow me. And he, he rushes into the cell and he hands you a length of rope as he begins to stitch the throat. <laughs> with rope? With like three quarter inch rope? No, while I, <laughs> yeah, while I am, yeah, <laughs> while I am, uh, while I'm stitching his throat, I'm going to be, or uh, Tobin's going to say, hurry up and tie his hands. We don't want him to do this again. And I'm going to roll my medicine. Ah. Oh, and, and I don't do anything. <laughs> Wait, just Oh my god, you roll you only got a 14. Yep. I do nothing. I rolled a 14. One hey, more. Let me see if I can help him take out. Take the dagger and slide the dagger under the ro- the rails and take his shoes off and make sure he doesn't have another one. Check his mouth, make sure there's no razor blades in there too. Yeah, no cyanide <laughs> capsule. I'm yep. going to make a medicine check and see what happens. I might kill him. I'll pull all his teeth too just in case. <laughs> uh 
I got a nine. So I also don't have. <sighs> All right, then I'm going to. I'm sorry, guys. I will, you know what? I have the wand. I will expend a use from the wand. The only one you get in the day? Oh, yep. You can overcharge it later in the day. I mean, you can That's overcharge it and attempt to blow it up. Yeah, well, if you got a potion, you want to administer it? Yeah, let's do a minor healing potion. Okay, I don't have one. I have one. I'm going to prop it up and, uh, you know, prop the jaw, you know, uncork the potion down well, the gullet. I was hoping right? for a Bear Grylls butt chug, but <laughs> you do you. Nope. I never want you to feed me anything. This is your- Do a urethral <laughs> bladder wash. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right down there. Right just straight down the gullet. <laughs> and you dislocated his neck from his head. <laughs> ah, well. I'm little. He's he's huge. I, I got to manhandle this guy. He's enormous. Cabold handle, please. I got, I got little, I got little, little lizard fingers. <laughs> okay, so roll your potion healing John. I mean, I was going to say the, the wand was free. Friend of the pod, Alex, I was talking to him the other day, and he just randomly brings out the word John all of a sudden because he's been talking to another colleague that's in the Baltimore Philly area. Oh, no. Ugh. <laughs> so it's 1d8 plus what? Four? It's 1d8 plus something, isn't it? No. No? Okay. So 1d8, he got how much healing? Uh, Six. Night. Okay. So as you do that, you know, the magical healing kicks in and the there's like a light scar across his neck where he slid in. He comes to his like, <gasps> and I take the bottle and I roll it under the bars to make sure there's no glass anywhere near him. <laughs> and I confiscate <laughs> his necktie and his belt and his shoestrings. <laughs> and his tapeworm. Make sure you take his tapeworm. No, I can't confiscate that. Did he did he shoot out his tapeworm? <laughs> I mean, he might in an attempt to kill himself. Who knows? If he can do that on command, he I should know, be right. doing other things beyond following the empty death. <laughs> so should I add? Should I add a pet tapeworm to our, our inventory? <laughs> <laughs> it's familiar. just familiar. It's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the feet comorbidity and have this and another disease at the same time. Hey, and also never obese. That's right. <laughs> Hashtag tapeworm hacks. <laughs> Hashtag eating for two. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Why do you take this from me? There's no escape. There's no escape. There's no escape. And he chants that. And Tovin slits his throat. <laughs> no escape. And like just kind of balls up on the on the cot, staring at the wall, just chanting under their breath. There's no escape. There's no escape. There's no escape. So does anybody have a tracking device that we can just, you know, shove directly up his ass and send him back to the fog fan? <laughs> What's going to do? Just grab the most poisonous I'll object t- yeah, and eat tag it? it and bag it. We could just track <laughs> him. Alternatively, him. we could also just go to the fog fan. <laughs> Put him on a leash. Yeah. I'd, yeah. <laughs> Let him sniff his way home. Jesus. Put like a 50 foot rope on him, send him into the portal like in Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> this house is clear. <laughs> um, no, honestly, do we? Does anybody have any sort of tracking skills? Like, to the, I, my my survival is abysmal, but nothing. Uh actually, it's not bad, but I'm not trained. I'm trained in survival, which is 
includes tracking in second edition. So, I mean, not, are you planning on letting this person go and then following later or just following behind them? I mean, it kind of just makes more sense to see if there's other moot. Just follow him, yeah. I feel like this guy's just going to kill himself. Yeah, I thought it'd be like the happening, right? Like he'll we let him out of the stall and he'll just start bashing his head against the brick wall, right? Just jumping from yeah, the like combine. They're, they're literally just about <laughs> dying. I'll be honest, that's what I did the entire time I watched the happening. So I uh, <laughs> think it's a really terrible idea to just let them go in the efforts of just following them for information that we won't or possibly won't get. So he was headed somewhere before we stopped him. What if we, I know he was headed in, inside the inside. What if we just follow him to see where he is leading to inside of? Yeah, that's the what I'm saying. Well, if I may interject, pull him. If I may interject, I they they I mean, I understand like the 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 pull from the call or whatever, but I don't think first of all that grilling this guy is going to get us any more information because they were very obviously unsure of where they were going. And Trevor made it pretty clear from the end of, if not this episode, the previous episode or the one before it, but they, one of them looked like they were about to die anyway, and they all looked pretty shit. That was this one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think letting him go is probably going to result in him killing himself because his brothers are dead. He did not succeed in his goal, and he's already very frail and weak. Um... It also seems like they didn't have very approximate information on what they were doing at all anyway. And it seems to be kind of like lunatic mad ravings from an outer god. So mm. I don't know how much of this is worth pursuing. See, all you're telling me now is that we need to have True. a training montage and build some, mu- put some muscle on this guy. <laughs> Get him some eggs, some chicken My, ovums, da-da, some butt nuggets. I agree with this. I, do have, I, I agree with this, but there's one thing. I So you said he they weren't sure where they were going and, he, and now that his brothers are dead. But what if we can be deceptive and tell him that we'll help him reach the end of his goal and in reality what we're oh. doing is what, what if we just say hey we'll help you get to where you're going to get to Who's and got he just leads us to where he w- I mean they, I don't know if he knows where they were going I guess that's the that's the caveat I of this do not it, like the sound of this it's Listen. on one side I don't know if that's a very good idea and on uh, a purely role playing part of this I feel like Solus would not agree to that plan. Yeah, that's true. At no point Solus are we not. actually lying to the gentleman, though. If you think about it, we are telling him the truth. We will help you get to your goal. We want to see where he's going. We will watch him go wherever he's going. We will follow behind him. I guess him. it comes down to, are we and interested in... Having to, is his inevitable death, which he's trying to cause himself. Are we I mean, interested frankly, in where he's trying to go is the question. Is that something that as a party we're interested in where these cultists are headed to? If not, then yeah, let's just leave him here. If we are interested. I mean, yes, because I mean, this is like, we're, we're, we're trying to find the hive. Yes. Well, the skull I mean, nimble <laughs> thought or whatever, I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's a point. So we'll let him, I, I imagine what it's going to do is draw him down past the docks, past the Minotaur skeleton, somewhere we're not supposed to be. I, I do not. I do not like deceiving this man. I also don't like the idea of letting him go free under his own devices. I think he should be kept here. Solus, the gentleman is a walking corpse. Deceive him or not, but the the man's going to be decaying before sunrise anyway. Maybe sitting in jail for a couple of days, he'll change his mind about. About what he's what he's sitting here chanting over and over and over. So, yeah, I agree. let them let's, feed him. Should, let him have a, yeah. a couple nights of sleep. Maybe we'll come back and, and see if we can get something out of him and, at a later date. You know, I have an idea. It's really bad, but yes, 
Has anybody considered the the fact that we have taken care of Boss Grog's problem with the mushroom eyed people and we that did he do owes that. us a I king's don't ransom? know if that's necessarily true because we've only found two of them. Yeah, well that that's all we found in that floor. I think that's all of them as far as we're concerned. Yeah. I highly doubt that. Well, you have the sen- the common sense of a rat. Can somebody there- with a, an actual brain talk to us? <laughs> there there are, like, let me get there at are, you. There are likely more, but it it couldn't hurt to update Boss Scrag on what we've done. I mean, sure, but it seems very foolish to think that just killing two of them indeed, indeed. is, is yes, solving there, the issue. There, there are definitely more. Well, he might have some good information, honestly. I- excuse me, sir. Has there been a bunch of hipsters coming around here killing themselves? <laughs> Valid line of questioning. <laughs> no, I mean two. Two would be enough. I mean, you, you think about an infestation. If you have a, if you have mice, one or two is not an issue. It's that just means that they're coming in from the elements. Now, if there's a rat, that means they're moving in. There's a family. Are you done? No. Are these mice or are they rats? <laughs> is this a food source joke? Is are we eating? I think it's people? racist. <laughs> are we eating? <laughs> this is about food, right? <laughs> we eat the rats, right? Yes, absolutely. It's in fact we farm them. So what's the plan, guys? I think we leave them here. I think I think we should hit boss, uh, boss Scroggs up if we do go back. Or boss Scrog. Yeah, I. Yep. I mean, yep. sure. he's really he's pretty much useless to us. I, I don't think they. I mean, just on a whim, I I thought maybe we could track him back, but uh, you know, knowing that he's in awful shape, and also those stitches are pretty fresh, and it's it's probably not not the best work of mine, especially since I didn't help at all. Um, yeah, I'd say we just leave him here with absolutely no way of him killing himself. Make sure we take his uh, his bed sheets too when we leave. While I am apathetic about this man's survival. I am interested in gaining information we can from him. And additionally, what is it that attracts him to this empty death? If I may, I'd like to subsidize uh, financially uh, someone perhaps to read to him some improved rations, something that he can eat that he may even enjoy. I, I would support this. On the off chance... That instead of trying to kill himself yet again, which, I mean, he's chanting to himself, he's not listening, he's obviously a failure in general, right? So, if we give him some motivation to continue to live, and he knows that it's us, even if he doesn't, perhaps we can break him of this curse, right? Why not, I would subsidize gladly eight more of these schmucks in a bed bath, right? A B&B, is that, is that what it is? <laughs> bed and breakfast. That's the word. What is this, Vermont? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a uh, it's uh, gentrified Lansing. <laughs> so we subsidize some of these people, give them reasons to live, g- grant them some simple creature comforts. Uh, ensure that uh, what's his name? Do little, do nothing. Dilly, D- Dilly Danver. Dobie, Dilly, 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 Dilly Danver. Danver. Billy Danvers. Do, yeah, no, you're talking that was the, No, that was the guard. Lila's long saddle. From. Yeah. Staggers, Mick, can't do shit. That guy. We could just... 
perhaps even subsidize an additional guard. Have have somebody else watching to ensure that, you know, it's not somebody who's wandering vaguely towards them with a, a keychain and a club foot and, you know, one eye and can't manage to get the fucking key in the hole in time to prevent this person from killing themselves. Goes by the name of Lucky. Why not provide this individual with some creature comforts is my question. Why not give him a reason to live? Yes, let's start with a hot shave. And (laughs) is is that what humans do? A hot shave? I wouldn't know. I mean, they they do tend to. Yes, it is helpful. I I thought you took sand baths like chinchillas. I know that is a common myth. (laughs) Very common. (laughs) Yes, humans, the most misunderstood thing in Galarian. Very elusive, the humans are. No sandbags? That's what you use all that water for. We see them daily, but we wonder so much about how they bathe. (laughs) Sandbags. All right, so what's the actual plan? Feeding this guy and leaving him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. good yep. food and additional guard. And I'll I'm going to say it's going to cost you personally. three gold to do this plan. Okay. I am willing to Very go well. forth and contribute. Let's say uh, I'll, just I'll take, do one gold. Take it, from the, take it from the supply. We have 55 gold in our communal stash. That was very kind of you all. I'll say that three gold will, will do what you expect to do for a okay. week for this guy. Taking it out of the communal stash. Cool. So you can talk to uh, to uh Dilly Danvers. And, oh, yeah, we uh, need to find Dilly Danvers. Yeah, so you can give his Lucy back. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, he's had his 17th stroke of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to say to Dilly Danvers. Tell me about your kids. Let's find Dilly Danvers. What's he up to right now? <laughs> you see him out there in the bullpen, and he's like picking his teeth with with a hatchet or something. <laughs> really? Well, hi. hi, guys. How you doing? So I'm got Lucy here. Oh I, I do, yes. God. Hello, Mr. Danvers. Um, I, you can just call I, me Dilly. Detective Danvers to you. <laughs> I thought your name... Never mind. Mr. I, Dilly. I, 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 I no longer have need of Lucy. She proved invaluable. Thank you. Was she a so good will, girl? She was excellent, yes. Make sure you oh. give her a smoochie before you leave. She'll think you don't love her. Why do you fucking talk like that? I don't care why. I do not care why. Here's here's the sort. Now listen here, Eastern European sitter. Excuse me. I, I think your rat's talking, y'all. <laughs> I trip him. <laughs> <laughs> well, be I just tripped right over his big old thick boy tail. <laughs> I look at Solis and go, "Are you gonna kiss his sword?" No, I'm not going to. That would be okay. disgusting. You're right? Yeah. Here, you can have the sword back. Well, she don't. They don't mean nothing by it, Lucy. I know you're a good girl. <laughs> Tovit says, when an Otari, and Ged smooches the blade as he hands it back to him. <laughs> you cut yourself just a little bit. That's fine. I'll take 1d8 damage. 1d8? Jesus Christ. What is this, a running It's about sending a message. You guys don't know how aggressive Tovin is. He tongues the sword. Yeah. He perceives like Roman as a cleric. I miss Roman. Just... Roman is a constant joke for us, and I apologize that none of you have had the glory of knowing the gross-as-hell elf witch from our first game together. He bathed regularly. There's just more surgery and less... That's how he kisses it. There's just more (laughs) surgery and less cobbling with this character than with Roman. 
He likes to badly tan animal skins and make squishy items of clothing out of them. It was just gross. Roman was the only elf in Galarian history that had stubble. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, no more in-jokes. Stop. Well, I appreciate you bringing her back to me in one piece. Last time I did this, all that brought back was the hell. Very interesting. I have... I, we we will be leaving now. Well, well yeah, but see you later, yeah, guys. I'm, I'm already gone. <laughs> <laughs> have a dilly of a day. What do you mean? What does he mean? The last time he borrowed it out, it they just I, came back with the shaft. What does that mean? <laughs> Did they lose the blade somehow? <laughs> I don't know. I just I Was feel that the sex Ill. joke. I it's feel ill talking joke, to right? that man. <laughs> Something about him rubs me the wrong way. I don't. Can we just just. I prefer to pretend that he never exists. Don't let him rub you at all. I feel like Danvers yeah. is going to be the key to this entire you guys, campaign. You guys look back, and he's he's there, standing outside of the outside of the garrison, like a uh, Forrest Gump at the dock, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all look at each other and then look back in the direction. He's forty feet closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, where to next? Lovely gentleman. Now back to the gauntlet. Your sword, you've returned. What's her name, Lucy? So you head back towards gauntlet. Um, Once again, quick jaunt, 30 minutes at most from the northern part of the town. I'm going to also get you guys to roll another open roll. I want everybody to roll a perception check. Actually, no. I want Yosef and Billiam to roll a perception check. Oh, I don't like that at all. I have my dice in my Uh, car. I got a natural 18. For a 26. I got an 11 for a 17. Yosef, you recognize as you pass um, the area where that figure would have been. And um, you notice on the ground some strange discoloration. You can't quite make it out unless you get closer to it. I'm Um, getting closer to it. I'm going to turn to my compatriots and be like, wait, wait, wait. This is what I... This is where Billiard and I saw the weird uh, mask star thingy yeah, over here last night. The, look, the ground looks weird. I'm going to, as the game says, investigate. Uh, taste it. Taste press the soil. A to investigate. Uh, I will lick the ground. <laughs> I just assume there's a blight. You see in a perfect circle, there are seven slight depressions in the ground. Um, not like it was dug out, but almost like it sunk in on itself. I don't like that at all. And each of these depressions are perfectly cir- circular, equidistant from each other. The ground is like yellowed and the grass is like rotted. It's perfectly green in one spot and then it's rotted to nothing. There are these tiny stones in there that seem to have been turned almost to chalk. They've been bleached to nothingness. And you get this really unsettling feeling being near this. Whatever stood here caused this blight. Maybe it, maybe it was... A physical form of Nimbaloth. Look, it's just like everything in this very space died. It killed the rocks, Kashek. Look. Be honest with us. Did did you defecate here? <laughs> killed the rocks. <laughs> is this a weird brag? This is unsettling. The very air is foul. I agree. Uh, is there is there anything I can roll to uh, investigate this? Some kind of knowledge or something? I will roll for you. All right. Um, this would be a religion. As luck would have it, Solus, 
you haven't read much about Nimbaloth. I mean, it may have been mentioned tangentially, right? You you do study the undead, and, and she has dominion over wisps and ghosts and the like, but you recognize this as a physical manifestation of Nimbaloth. It is sad. There's very little in the way of texts about her, because simply having too much knowledge can cause one to go mad. Um, but one of the most common things mentioned about her appearance is that she leaves a mark similar to this where she's touched the material plane. Take care, fellows. Without a doubt, this is the work of Nimbaloth. Whatever you saw was some physical manifestation of her. And I will say that this is not huge, right? This is maybe a foot and a half across. Right, this whole circular thing, and each of the little circles is probably about three inches in diameter, seven equidistant in a circle. That's why you couldn't quite make it out until you got closer. It's not like it's, you know, like a crop circle or something. It's it's fairly small. But you don't see any other disturbance. It's very, very isolated to within these individual depressions. Okay, then. This is unsettling. Indeed. Gashak is making notes of the Seven equidistant points, uh, rot, decay, uh, disintegration of stones as though it were entropy incarnate. That's a that's a really good way of, of describing it, would be entropy. It is pure distilled entropy. Um, it's almost like uh, like the atoms have, have, have disassociated from one another. It's just breaking down into constituent parts. Some sort of quantum disturbance? I'm pretty sure I saw Micah's eyebrow twitch. <laughs> it's okay, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Back, continuing towards the gauntlet, gentlemen? Yep. yep. Excellent. So you make your, your way to the gauntlet. You're in on the main floor. I know that you said something about visiting Boss Grog, potentially. Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to bring you on the map. Because unless you guys do something really stupid, you're buddies, right? You're not buddies, but you have a an uneasy alliance at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to bring up the battle map. We're just going to talk. You make your way through the room with a pit across the bridge into the other chamber where you see Scrog sitting on his rickety throne. You see that giant Solifugid uh, in the corner. And I probably said that wrong. I never know how to say that word. It's like a big spider thing, like a camel spider. Chilling in the corner. What brings you to me again? Have you have you killed the mushroom-eyed men? Uh, Solus bows down low. Everyone bow. Bow down. Bow down. Toby gets down on his knees and puts his, hand, his palms on, the, <laughs> on the, the stone floor and bows his head deep. Boscrog, long may you reign. Uh, in our ventures down below into the gauntlet, we have come across these mushroom-eyed fiends that you described and managed to kill two of them. Two. There are many, many more. Did you, did you find the one that can hurt you with his brain? Did we do that? Uh, no. No, we definitely have not found one that could hurt us with our brain. But thank you for letting me know that there were more than two. I thought so, but others were not quite convinced. So there are many, many. If there were but two, the might of Scrog and the Midflits would have driven them out ourselves. But there are many more than us. There are many more down there. I know. Tovin insulted you by not saying there were more. You should strike him where he stands now. I would gladly take that from you, your majesty. (laughs) (laughs) And he jumps down off his throne and he whaps you with his scepter. And uh, you take two points of non-lethal bludgeoning. (laughs) It's all right. Thank you. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> you, you are a fool. If you think that I could not handle but two, but there are many. There are many there. Ten, twenty maybe. There's so many. I need you to bring me the head of the one that can hurt you with his brain. That's how I'll know. Of course, Your Excellency. Now get out of my sight. <laughs> who are you? Before yeah, I, I feed was you just to about to say this. Does he know who Kashak <laughs> yeah, is? No, yeah, we, we know each other. <laughs> you, okay. scaly green man. You both go to the same Eagles Club. <laughs> Moose Lodge. We've driven you out before. Why do you return? What the fuck? And you, he means broadly, broadly kabolds. Yeah. Tov looks at Kashak to t- just real close look to see if he has mushroom-shaped eyes. <laughs> Please, your lordship, I thought we were beyond all of this. You know that I'm looking for someone in the gauntlet. Keep out of my domain unless you have something to show me. Be gone. Okay, bye. I'll bring you the head. And he, like, gestures at... He's like, bite, 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 we'll bite you if you do not leave. Wait. And his, and his, this large, mechanically large spider creature just is kind of like lumbering towards you now. Did it, you say it, it's named Bite Bite? Its name is Bite Bite. <laughs> okay, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In fact, let me, I, I think I might be able to show you a picture of Bite Bite because I never got to show you a picture of Bite Bite. It's really terrifying. We can I don't think him. he's going to be that, that frightening now that we're level two. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got the uh, oh this you. guy. Yeah. I don't like that at all. It's yeah, like no. a big spider He's thing. A cutie. He has two yep. kidneys for eyes. They're biggins. Those are really shitty uh, tribal barbed wire tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out how Boss Scrog got that thing to listen to him. Wouldn't it just eat him? He is a being of many talents. Hmm. Anyway, down we go. I'm trying to figure out how you guys have lived this long while giving full disclosure of any and all facts that you know. <laughs> honesty is the best policy. It helps Not being... Not complete tr- honesty. It It is helpful being trusting individuals. It allows others to trust us. Why would you tell anyone everything that you know? Well, I don't have all the answers. They might. My head is a very empty vessel. It doesn't take long to spill. <laughs> I lean over. I lean over to Solsa. Be like, he's kind of being sketchy, isn't he? This is yes, weird. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what I think about this Kasha yeah. character. I would like to. I liked him up until that last comment. I was like, hey, man. No, I. I you know what, Kashik? What are you hiding? Yeah, because evidently you're not telling us what everything. I'm not hiding anything. Sense I motive. simply don't openly puke everything that I know to every person I come across. Sense motive. Excuse me, sir. I know that we're yeah. under contract for you to to kill X number of creatures. Uh, we we've killed two of them so far. How many of them are left? It could have been phrased so much better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Very well, Kashik. The next time you can handle the diplomacy. Fair enough. I I would actually prefer that. I'm, my knees are getting sore. <laughs> then have is everybody <laughs> at full health right now? Sorry, no, I'm just no. checking. I'm no. at full health. I mean, okay. I have my I two points of non-lethal. I'm at half health. I'm you're at half, half, so you're at fifteen. Oh, okay. it's, it's been a while. Can I can I recheck? Yeah, you can go ahead and try yeah. to reheal him. Guidance. All right, I'm I'm actually contemplating risky surgery. You look battered. You look so much worse for wear. Did you have a rough night? Oh, God, you're bleeding. Hold on. Let me, let me take a look at that. I'm going to try some risky surgeries. 
There's this little nip here, little tuck there. And you take 1d8 damage. You take five points of damage. And now, that was a natural one. And that's a crit failure. Oh, no. Which means you take another d8 of damage. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, no. Good shit. You're going to be fine. Three points. Uh, But he's really low now. Yeah. Yeah. At 12 HP. Well, no. You got less than 12 because you had to take the five, right? Because of the risky surgery. Oh, right. Yeah. So you're so down seven. to seven. No. Jesus. Uh, so I'm going to pull out the, the wand of healing and cast. I have a lesser healing potion if anybody needs it. No, don't waste it. The he, the wand, it'll recharge overnight. Don't kill him. No, this is this is just me casting a spell. It's done. You're not going to hit him with it? <laughs> I might. So I'm going to cast a two action. You get healed for 12 hit points. All right, cool. Thank you. Up to 19. You probably should have burst it because Joseph needs healing too. I'm only down six. Not after you got me hit. No, absolutely not. <laughs> this is this is one of the best parts of being a cleric. You get to withhold healing. Oh, someone <laughs> made me get bonked once for no real damage and I'm mad about it. <laughs> you say that until I quit stitching. All right, so are you guys going to go with this or is um, maybe Yosef going to attempt uh, some medicine on our boy Solus? Uh, sure. I believe in you. If if you wish to attempt it. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> what was that? Are you oh, fucking a natural one. one. A natural <laughs> one. We split our our degree from Devry. <laughs> cool. Let's see. You take two points of damage. This is so fucking stupid. Oh, I love this game. I love this game. It's so, so good. So let's come here. I have a hand crossbow. Stop. This Both might, of this you might just, get, just get away from me. Both of you just get away from me. <laughs> We're here to help you, Solus. We're Join your us. friends. Uh, I have a elixir of life, too. <laughs> Save it for later. Are you sure you don't need it now? I will be fine. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. He's punchy now. He doesn't want yeah. anything to do with your help. I don't blame That's him. Fine. That's fine. Okay, so you got some options, guys. Um, You didn't quite explore everything that you went to before. There were two rooms off of the room where you fought the two Morlocks previously. There's a northern room off of the hall that you did not explore either. Um, There's also more to the south and south east that you have not explored. There's the room directly to your west at the bottom of the stairways going into the second level of the gauntlet. So where are you going, guys? Where there's one more lock, there might be more. Yeah, we should head east and north. Yeah, I'm going to step out into the hallway. Well, now that we have to keep them appraised of a kill count. <laughs> Stepping out into the hallway. Fall behind you, Solus. Head down here. Near. Hmm. There's this double door to the south and to the west. Let's check it out. We've not gone in there yet. True. If no one is opposed, I'm going to open this door. It's as good a place as any to die. No, you should. You of all people should be leading the way, too. <laughs> Do you want yes. me to open it, Solus? I, I got full yes, health. Yes, fine. I'm going to draw my sword and shield. I'm going to... I'll pull out my... Uh, oh, I can't do that yet, so I'm not going to pull anything out. Guys, I see things... I can't, tell, I can't tell what they are, but I can see them down in a room to the south. Uh, there's, there seems to be, like, dirt on the floor and three things. Let me give you a little 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's Lord. a big, filthy open area. There is a big collapse to the south that collapses and clogs part of the room with a bunch of rubble, but it's still nasty beyond that. It's not just the rubble. It just, this place looks tearing apart. There's garbage on the floor, half-eaten fish. There's cat-sized beetles, bits of waterfowl. Mm. They're strewn about in a tangle, and there's a bunch of gnawed bones of some bigger creatures. You see several creatures looking like they're dragging and sputtering what looks like um, a smashed ballista. And it looks like they're trying to figure out what it is, maybe manipulate it. And, and they're not focused on you at this second. They, they're they very focused on what they're doing. Yosef, what are these things doing in your home? Can I pull out my mall? <laughs> I want to pull out my mall. Just, just, just be safe. Right. Sure. Go ahead. Cool. All right. What do they look? What do I, what do they look like? The things I'm looking at. Yeah, sure, sure. I will show you what they look okay. like. They they look similar to the things that you the, the Morlocks you fought previously. Okay, right. Um, let right. me show you right. a picture of this guy right here. There we go. Oh, ooh. It's kind of a really messed Anson up lad. elf yeah. creature thing with weird mushroom shaped eyes, yeah. stringy grayish white hair, barefooted, tattered, gnarly clothes. Just doesn't look pleasant. Real Big sharp teeth. Ex-girlfriend material. It looks like Gollum with a cheese knife. Yeah, it looks it looks like Gollum with some meat on his bones. Yeah. Not Muscles. not great. Yeah. Like a jacked Gollum. Yeah. And then uh I explain that to the group and go, do we go in or should I shut the door? And these creatures are small. Yeah. And they can also occupy each other's space. I I believe we could fight them. Maybe oh. if we could surprise them. Yes, please stealth in. We will follow the expert on this one, Solus. Nice. Is Solus going to stealth in? Clang, clang. No, clang, clang. No, no. Yeah, neither is Bill. No, no. All right. So who's leading the way on this one? Absolute children. <laughs> I mean, I open the door, uh, but I don't feel if we're going to stealth it, I feel like I shouldn't follow the leader. I have a non-zero amount of stealth. No, I I mean, I could stealth in. All right. I'm going to roll... It's not uh, going to be interesting if I don't check it out, right? Right. I'm going to yeah, yeah. I'm going to roll a stealth for you. But I don't have stealth. I mean, I'll go, I guess. Are you rolling? Okay, if you I, I rolled for you. Oh, there they are. Mm-hmm. As you come around the corner, um Yosef, you make your way in. Oh no. Stealthily. <laughs> Kashak is is Oh no. Oh yeah. Billiam. Perfectly silent. Kashak comes in like a ghost, completely silent. Bill even doesn't make a noise. Basola stumbles and his armor clanks loudly at his knees where, where he tries to catch himself. And as he does it, these things are that are working. One of them hears something and turns to look. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh. Ooh, no. Starting with the contact. Uh, no. yeah. Good job, oh, sir. We can, we can take him. Do. We can take him. Not for intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo.
For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Characters and original storylines are the property of Wolf Rinton. Music for this podcast provided by Dark Fantasy RPG Studio, Michael Gilvey, Kevin McLeod, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. <laughs>